Hi, everybody. It's Friday, July 21st. What a week so far, and it's not quite over. And we fight. We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. January 6th, 2021. So we're going to... We're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to the Capitol. Then President Trump called on a huge crowd of his supporters to march on the Capitol. And they did. So let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. Right now, it looks very likely that former President Trump is going to be federally indicted again this time for his role in the January 6th, 2021 insurrection, an attack on the United States Capitol. How do we know this? <laughs> because Trump told us it's going to happen. Trump is a world-class leaker, always has been. He posted on social media that he has received a target letter from special counsel Jack Smith. Like the classified documents case in Florida, the notification came from Jack Smith. Trump was told he is being investigated and he has the opportunity to testify before a federal grand jury in Washington investigating the January 6th insurrection. He was given a deadline of Thursday, January 20th to notify prosecutors that he would come in and answer questions from the grand jury. Of course, he did not. The deadline passed and he was a no-show. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is the Political Woman Podcast. Please subscribe. So as expected, Trump did not testify before the grand jury yesterday on the January 6th insurrection, but others were there today at the federal courthouse to testify. This investigation is moving like a high-speed train toward an indictment. Have you seen the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible latest movie? Yeah, it's like that train. <laughs> it's like that train with Trump holding on. It's, it's moving, babies. Now, once Trump made the announcement about the target letter, the leaks about what Trump will be charged with began. And many believe that Trump is the main leaker. And here's what we're hearing. According to sources, the letter to Trump is looking at these three charges. One, conspiracy to defraud the United States. Two, obstruction of an official proceeding. And three, deprivation of civil rights under color of law. I have some explaining to do. The feds, as I said, Jack Smith, set a midnight deadline for the ex-president to say whether or not he would appear before the grand jury, and he has not. The deadline passed. While the first two potential charges are not rare, 
a large number of people have been charged with these crimes in federal court, and a large number, a significant number of the hundreds of defendants who face charges for the January 6th attack on the Capitol have been charged with those first two crimes, conspiracy to defraud the United States and obstruction of an official proceeding. The third charge, however, is deprivation of civil rights under color of law. This statute is from 1871, and it was first enacted to use against the Ku Klux Klan during Reconstruction. So it's more than a century old. It was passed to give the government tools to fight the Klan's racist terrorism in the post-Civil War era. Basically, if you were black, they wouldn't let you vote. In modern times, the law has been used to help prosecutors in cases of voter suppression or election fraud. So, sound familiar? Yeah. Yeah. No guess at this point what Trump will be charged with, but I'm sure as soon as Jack Smith and the feds ask him to show up to be indicted, arrested and indicted in the whole nine yards, we'll find out. Now, the grand jury was in session on Thursday, and the former special assistant to Trump and deputy director of presidential advance operations, Will Russell, testified Thursday before the grand jury. Will Russell was with Trump for part of the day on January 6, 2021. And apparently, um, according to some news sources, he has appeared before this grand jury before, a couple times before. So he's kind of, um, he's been described as Trump's flunky. Um, you know, someone said, oh, he carries around the cob and um, chapstick. You know, if Trump needs something when he's on the road or traveling, that's what he does. That's the update on what is happening with Trump and the insurrection and that investigation. And a couple weeks back, I wanted to share this quote with you and um, end this kind of this little mini segment with this. Retired federal judge Michael Ludig, he is a renowned conservative legal scholar. He was reacting to Smith's, all the leaks that Trump's going to be indicted over the 2020 election. Here's a quote from the judge. The former president has left Jack Smith no choice but to bring charges, lest the former president make a mockery of the Constitution of the United States and the rule of law. Here, here, I agree with him because so far, not bringing charges against that horrible day, not bringing charges against the person who incited the riot in the first place and all those people who incited the riot. It's been a travesty. It's been ridiculous. It's been horrible. 
he's allowed to run for office again and he already did this and he hurt the country so much and his strength among the republican party just grows and grows the republican party is lost it's gone it's done there's no more republican party in this country it's the trump party so here are some other cases i'm just going to bring you up to date just briefly on each one of them we'll let you know what's going on with the next couple of podcasts so in Florida, the classified documents case in Florida. So Trump is facing a total of 37 counts, but there's 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information under the Espionage Act. And I've written a lot on this and posted a lot and posted many videos and a long video, and I, did, and I produced a long podcast on this. So I hope that you'll listen to that. So that's the case in Florida. Now, there was a hearing in this case on Tuesday. And that hearing, the whole issue is, is around the classified documents. How are they going to be shared and handled? Because this is very sensitive. Some of these documents are really top secret serious. And just listen to the podcast or watch my videos. They're on YouTube and TikTok. So there's a motion by Trump's attorneys to delay this trial until after the presidential election. And Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, responded saying he wants a speedy trial, that he and others are required by the Speedy Trial Act to get on with this as soon as possible. And currently, the date for the trial is set to begin in December. What we're waiting for now after that hearing on Tuesday is for the Trump-appointed judge who is kind of sketch to make a decision about how to handle the classified documents and whether or not she's going to give in to Trump and delay the trial. So that could happen at any time. She said she'd let us know. And you know the plan. I mean, Trump always delays, delays, delays all these trials. And that's his modus operandi. He's hoping he's going to win the presidency and then he's going to fire everybody in the Justice Department. And if you think I'm kidding, I'm not. There are actual plans from Trump and his law-breaking traitor cronies to dismantle the United States government, to basically kill democracy and make him into a dictator make him king. And, I, and I'm not kidding. I wish I was. And I'll for sure share some of those stories that have been posted in the Washington Post, in the New York Times, and, and other places, and it's frightening. It's frightening. So here's what's going on in some of the other cases. In New York, the hush money case. Trump has been charged with 34 felonies for falsifying business records. Now, the case involves the hush money scheme during the 2016 presidential election. Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, my favorite podcaster, paid 130000 bucks to adult film star Stormy Daniels to stop her from talking about the extramarital affair she had with Donald Trump. Now, Trump's attorneys recently just happened 
tried to get the case moved from away from New York and New York's DA, Alvin Bragg, trying to get it transferred to a federal court, but this was denied. So I've already updated you on the January 6th case, Georgia. Georgia has a case pending against Trump, the 2020 election meddling case. Right now, we are hearing that police in Georgia are drafting plans to handle potential rioting or to handle some form or forms of violence. When um, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis announces her indictments. Now, potential charges against Trump, election code violations. And here's a summary that I took down from one of the sites I've been reading about and updating on all these cases. As part of the frantic efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election, Trump infamously instructed the Georgia Secretary of State, Republican, Brad Raffensperger, to find enough votes to rob Joe Biden of his win in the battleground state. So, yeah, that's that call that Trump made to Brad Raffensperger. Now, Georgia is one of the states that has a fake electors scheme um, that was going on after Trump lost, but before January 6th. So Willis, the DA there, is also investigating those crimes, that crime, that series of crimes, as are a number of other states, and I'll have more on that in a second. So she's going to indict some people in Georgia in relation to the fake electors scheme. And if you'll remember, a special grand jury has recommended multiple indictments, according to the jury for woman. Remember, she came out and was talking, um, a redacted report of that grand jury shows that the special grand jury also believed several witnesses lied under oath so there are going to be a lot of indictments in Georgia, and it is going to be huge. And we've heard this is happening sometime between now and the end of August, the beginning of September. Now, here's the thing. That was a special grand jury that made all of these multiple indictment recommendations. Right now, a grand jury not a special grand jury, but a grand jury is meeting to finalize the multiple indictments that were recommended by the special grand jury. I hope that makes sense to you. New York. Remember E. Jean Carroll? In May, a jury found that Trump was liable for sexual abuse and defamation. Now, they did not rule that he was liable for rape, but the jury did find that he defamed Carol, uh, one of the best writers ever. <laughs> All right, maybe not ever, but she's great. Um, he did defame her and he did sexually abuse her. Um, but then right after that, Trump went out and, and defamed her again. So they filed suit against him. Now, so in June, a federal judge ruled that um, one of her original defamation suits 
where Carol is seeking $10 million, is going to move forward. And that trial date is set for uh, January 2024. Also in New York, there is another civil trial involving Trump. This is huge for his business. New York's Attorney General has filed suit against the Trump family and the Trump organization. So New York Attorney General Latita James has sued Trump and his family and the Trump organization. She has says she has uncovered a decades-long pattern of financial wrongdoing at Trump's multi-billion dollar real estate and golf resort empire. She alleges Trump inflated the values of his property by billions of dollars in financial filings used to secure hundreds of millions of dollars in bank loans. She also alleges he low-balled his property's worth for tax breaks. Trump has derided the AG's efforts as a politically motivated witch hunt. So this is a big old fat case, and this may happen soon. I understand. I mean, th this suit could end his business. And while I forget, before I move on, uh, Georgia, Trump tried to get Fannie Willis, the DA in Georgia, removed from the election meddling case in Georgia. And that was denied this week. That was a big story. And I don't know why I didn't mention it when I was talking about Georgia, but I guess I forgot to write it down. And so I'm just looking at my notes as I talk. So that's the New York uh, case that's threatening Trump's business. Also this last week, fake electors. So Georgia isn't the only state dealing with fake electors. Here is the list. Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, and Michigan. These were the states where Trump lost narrowly. So he and his band of lawyers got together and came up with this fake electors scheme that took place in each of these states. This just this past week on Tuesday, Michigan filed suit. Michigan has charged 16 fake electors who signed certificates falsely claiming that President Donald Trump won Michigan in the 2020 election. Those fake electors who signed this, these documents, these certificates, have been charged with various felonies, including conspiracy to commit forgery, forgery, and other charges. Honestly, the story is startling to me because it shows how deep, how crazy, how widespread the Trump cult is in this country. In these charges, I was going through and I was going to do a little tiny, it's like a sentence or two on each one of these fake electors, but I've, I've run out of time. The oldest person of these alleged fake electors is 81. 
and the two youngest are 55. I mean, these are older people who should have more sense. Have they learned nothing? So I'm going to have more on the fake elector story and the Trump plan to destroy our democracy and basically end the United States of America in my next podcast. And I also want to share some of the disgusting filth that is going on in Florida. The banning of books, the changing of history. Uh, They're going to now teach that in Florida that slavery had good things about it. Now, why are they doing this? There's nothing good about slavery. There's not one freaking good thing about slavery. It's horrible. It's one of the worst things in life. I, I, I just don't get it. They're, so they're going to change and include this, I don't know, other story, the other side of slavery in, in, in classes now for some ages in Florida. And then that Marjorie Taylor Greene got on the House floor and showed the nude pictures of Joe Biden's son. I mean, it's just really, uh, I don't know. All right. So that's what I'm doing in the next couple of podcasts. But of course, you know, we're going to have breaking news. Trying to post stories every day, videos every day on TikTok and YouTube. That's where I've been. I've been just doing little short video clips on everything that's happening in this country. Please follow me on TikTok. Please follow me on YouTube. I need subscribers. Please follow me here because when I'm slammed and trying to do stuff, I make the podcast the third thing on my list and I don't want to, but I look at my followers on TikTok. I have more than I have on YouTube and so TikTok comes first and then YouTube and then the podcast. So please subscribe. I'm Gloria Moraga, political woman. We've got to gear up people. This Trump stuff is happening and it's going to get bad. We've got to stick together. We've got to stick together. We've got to talk, flesh this stuff out and discuss what's happening. Happy Friday. (laughs) all that. Happy Friday. Eat well and be safe.